This is Jenny, and you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. How are you this week, Jenny? I'm just peachy. How about you? I'm pretty good. I had a pretty eventful week. Um, I went to therapy. That's always big. It really is. It was exhausting. But basically, it came out that I'm still quite angry with Patrick. So I'm not allowed to date until I work that out. Well, that's probably wise. I mean, I know you probably want to date, but mm. I, I would think the therapist knows best. It, well, yeah, and I trust Diane. Thank you again, Diane. <laughs> um, and also working on <clears throat> not allowing my mother to trigger me. Okay. Can that's you a- share some of those? Um, there's always something. Um, I think most recently was Kate is expecting everyone it's not yes we can finally knowledge. we can finally acknowledge it I know so I'm totally gonna be a gilf congratulations to you and Kate and William I know I'm so excited and but the day that Kate and William told us they told us separately because they were videoing everyone's reactions well of course, my mom was just like, I knew it, I knew it, made it all about her, and she's a Gigi, and the lady never looked at me once and said congratulations, <laughs> but I know in her mind, it's because I should be congratulating her, you know, <laughs> and it just really triggered me, so. Well, honestly, I saw the video, and it triggered me as well, yeah. for you. <laughs> and so, Diane was, we were just trying to identify why it was such a trigger for me when I know that Kate and William are adults and have the ability to put my mother in her place, which they would do. Right. So it's really about just trusting it. And I don't want to say ignoring my mom, but kind of. Right. Just trying to let it roll off of you. Yes. And... So obviously, I've not let go a lot. I can't talk anyone. I haven't let go of the anger I have towards my mom. Yeah. Either. So it was really interesting because then I ended up having this dream. And I was in this like outrageous tornado. I don't remember like everyone that was there, but Kevin was. And I was like screaming at him. So I was like, hmm, this must be what Diane's <laughs> talking about. So I woke up. I was like, whoa, that was intense. And then I was watching the last episode of Nine Perfect Strangers. And literally, there is this family, trigger warning, that gets closure from their son who committed suicide. Yeah. And I am like sobbing because then it hit me because one of the, I don't remember exactly how it was worded, but one of the things was like, remember the good, like this. Yeah, no, don't, I remember the, he, the way, yes, he said, he said, don't remember the day. Yeah. He said, you're focusing on the day. Instead of everything else. Yeah. 
And oh, I just got chills. Yeah. And I am just sobbing. And that's when I realized I have to focus on the good years mm-hmm. and not when his mental health started to deteriorate. Right. Even though it was for such a good chunk of time. Because before I was questioning, wow, did he even really love me? Did he con me? Did he all those things? And the truth of the matter is, is he didn't. No, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. Right. But because of his mental state for so long, I think it was, I was angry and felt used and all of those things when really he had no control over it. No. And I, you know, talk to myself a lot, you guys. So, you know, I basically was talking to Patrick and just saying, I get it now. Like, I finally get it and I forgive you. And I also forgave my mom because I was like, you know what? This is for me. It's not for her. Yeah. You know, and I've known that the whole time, but I could never get in the space to actually feel it. Right. To be like, I'm, I'm letting it go. I can't control what she's done to me. No. How she raised me, um, not being a priority. So I just felt such relief. Yeah, huge relief. It's, uh, what are you looking at, Jenny? I'm just looking at the computer. Oh. (laughs) Make sure it's recording. (laughs) Um, So it just really felt like a weight has been lifted. Um, now something that's also interesting about Francine was coincidentally, let me look, I think it was yesterday, who cares, whatever day that happy's happy daughter's day was. So she actually did a Facebook post to me and Prudence and was like, happy daughter's day, blah, blah. Please don't tie me to the clothesline when I get old, which is actually sooner than I might think. I'm so very proud of the woman you've become. I'm unsure if it's because of me or in spite of me, but I will take the win. But here's the thing. I had zero emotion reading reading that. Zero. I just was like, yeah, whatever. I'm good. And... I just found that really interesting that I literally just had no. Well, I can tell you from my perspective, whenever I read something on Facebook like that, that my mother has posted to my beautiful daughter, I'm so proud of you, blah, 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 blah. I feel like it's for show. I feel like she's showing off. She's showing what a great mother she is, acknowledging that she thinks her children are just... It's rare that she even acknowledges me on Facebook. (laughs) I mean, seriously. So it was like, I was like, "Hmm, okay. I didn't text her about it, nothing. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And I also talked to Diane, though, too, about the lack of emotion I have in response to certain things with certain people. And she just said, because I've had to put up those emotional walls to make sure that I'm not continuously getting hurt. And, and she, and I said, well, is that wrong? And she's like, no, actually it's not. You have to do what is best for you And if you feel like that's going to keep you in a healthy space, 
um, that's exactly the right way to approach it. Is that anything I should have? <laughs> no. Just Excedra and relax. I'm so tired. <laughs> Maybe I should take some. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't even know why I'm laughing, people. <laughs> I have issues. You should see her face. Them. She's just watching me, and all of a sudden she busts out into <laughs> laughter. I, I don't. Well, and another thing that we talked about in therapy was how I kept weight on for so many years as a shield because if you have enough weight on and you don't let people get close well then they can't leave you they can't make you feel unloved so we talked about that too and she found it really interesting oh wow she said it's really interesting you point that out and I said well I think I just kind of used it used it as a self-defense mechanism yeah so that I had some good epiphanies. I can week. understand that. Yeah. Totally. Really, really good. So, yep. I forgave Patrick. I've forgiven my mom. And I'm good with that. It's awesome. I can't wait to tell her. We'll see if I'm allowed to date yet, people. But I'm still accepting <laughs> applications until I get authorization. She's going to think you, that you are totally bullshitting her. You told her you can't date. She tells you you can't date. And they're like, guess what? I no, forgave she, them. <laughs> listen, I swear she's like clairvoyant. She could tell if you were lying. I'm, oh, well, I guess when I meet her, I'll know. Yeah, for I, real. So, and then I went to a wedding yesterday. And um, it was, it was really nice. I did cry when I saw the groom cry. I was there for the groom. Aw. But the... I know people are going to say I'm mean. The pastor was like wicked boring, like hardcore. And so I've been to weddings like that. And uh, I can tell you that that I feel like I don't know if the situation's different, but I don't feel like that a wedding's a place for lectures and sermons. It's it was to be just happy. a bit much. Yeah. And oh, God, you all. Part of those vows were like from the fucking handmaid's tale. <laughs> you know, I mean, I was just sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God. And when it was all done, I like looked around at everyone. I go, praise be. <laughs> I have to watch that. Oh, God, it's such a good show. And but I wrote uh, I knew the kids sitting behind. I say kid, even though they're all adults. Yeah. But um, so the kid sitting behind me, I knew, and I had just met his fiance there at the wedding, but so I, I wrote a note and passed it back to him. Like, this is boring. Make yours better. <laughs> and they were like dying. And the girl said she, I was talking to her at the reception. She's like, I literally got in the car and FaceTimed my mom about that note. <laughs> it was so funny. And then, um, so we're at the reception and everything. And as we're like, seeing the other moms you know with different you know the different moms that we knew I looked at William and Kate and I was like you're welcome <laughs> and they were like thanks mom because I was like damn anytime I need I'm doubting myself I need to give myself a gut check yeah right I was like I look a lot better than a lot of these moms not that there's not moms that don't look better than I do but you're a young mom yeah but I was like whoa you know yeah they're looking rough 
for real. And it was so funny too, because as we're in, we were sitting at the same table with them and everything. And as we're leaving, well, first off, I found out that they live in here too, but like in the 1300 building. But we're leaving, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, yeah, and I have a podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and download. And, you know, she's like, shut the fuck up. She looks at Marissa. She's like, is she serious? Marissa's like, yep. So I text her the link and everything. She was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. So I thought that was, like, super funny. But also, like, these guys um, that ended up sitting at our table um, you know, we had kind of chitty chatted or whatever. And then when we were outside, I was going outside to leave. I was waiting on William and Kate. And one of them was like asking my name, all this other stuff. Was I going to be inside dancing? The whole nine yards. I was like, oh, my God, bro, you're creepy. Had too many rhinestones on this <laughs> shirt. I was like. Who are you? I can't right now. So, but it was good for self-esteem purposes. So thank you. Yeah, that's always good for self-esteem. Yeah, and Kate's sister was there, and I always love seeing her. She's such a baby adult now. (laughs) I can't believe all these children are grown up now. Oh, I know. Like, it's insane. I just, like, can't believe it. And it was also William's birthday, so we went to Shake Pit, which is delish. And um, we had a really nice time. But by the time I got home last night, I was so tired. Right. Like, I even slept till like, 9 o'clock this morning. Which is 9:30. unheard of because when I got up this morning at 8, shockingly enough, I was surprised I hadn't heard from you yet. Yeah, because I was knocked out. You usually send me a text like, 6 a.m. or 5.45 or yep. something like that. Nope. I was out, and I'm still tired, people. But um, so it was fun. It was really nice. And then I, I'm i just giving everyone a play-by-play of the week. <laughs> so I run to get a – I'm like a fountain drink crackhead. So <laughs> I run to the gas station to get a fountain drink, and there's like a new girl working there and she's really tall really pretty I was like girl you should be modeling not working here she was like well I used to I'm the oldest of seven kids she's like but now I have a couple kids of my own she said so it just makes it hard and the kids have separation anxiety unless they're with me or their dad I said, well, at least, you know, they at least, you know, they'll run from strangers. (laughs) And the uh, there was a couple guys in there and they were dying laughing. She was like, yeah, I guess that's true. I never really thought of it like that. (laughs) So um, did you have anything? You had some exciting news this week. Yes. The real estate deal that I've been working on for 10 years, 10 years, four score and seven years ago, 10 dog years since literally Memorial Day weekend. But it feels like decades. It does feel like decades because it's been so long drawn out. Everything that could possibly go wrong did. You know, we had to because in this market there were nine offers. We were looking in a very large, you know, farm area, as they say, the business, the farm. 
And um, once we finally did go under contract, we were supposed to close in 30 days, but we didn't close in 60 because of a stupid appraisal. Right. Well, the market's leveling off and the appraisers are not on board with what we need and which is fine. I'm glad they got the house for a lot less. Yeah, me too. But $75,000. When an appraisal comes in $75,000 low you don't think you're going to close. And yeah. There was a lot of those moments. And even right up, it took it right up to the wire, like with something that the appraiser messed up. And I can't believe you didn't stroke out. Uh, I came very, very close to it. Um, but it's all water under the bridge. Everybody's happy, which, you know, I'm not one that needs praise. But I stopped by um, their house yesterday when... After I got my nails done, mm-hmm. because the nail salon's right, literally like five seconds from their house, and um, my friend's parents were there, and you know, we, we talked for a minute. You mm-hmm. know, the, of course, they're like, "You did such a great job," and which was ironic because her sister, Jen's sister, sister-in-law, not even her sister-in-law, her brother's girlfriend's an agent, mm-hmm. and this bitch excuse my language has been trying to snake this sale from me for two months what like literally that's so unethical when you know you're under contract with somebody else yeah i mean that's the one of the first things they teach you in school is if you were at an open house anywhere and you ask are you working with somebody yes and especially if they say yes we have a signed contract you're right vamoose okay well it'd be like if you were an attorney yeah pretty pretty much and this girl kept sending her house, oh, I'm not in it for the commission. I just want to help the family. And Jen would be like, well, first of all, you're not family. You're a drunk, and you're my brother's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but sec- FYI. But secondly, she, and I would always be like, my ass, she doesn't want the commission. That's why she's, yeah. you know, being so shady. Well, cause, and then the minute they went under contract with me, mm-hmm. hasn't heard from her since. That's and so I was terrible. like, see, I told you. And she's like, I knew it. She's like, but I what? She's like, I was just ignoring it. She's like, you were the one getting all worked up. And I'm like, I'm not worked up because I thought you would go with her. It's I, the reason behind it's, it. You see the manipulation in it. In it right. In, and you see the unethicalness of it. And, and the gaslighting. Yeah. And, and it's just terrible. So, it's triggering. Yeah, it is triggering. But, um. You know, I've known Jen's parents for, we were 16, 17, what, 30 years going on now? Mm-hmm. And I I think in 30 years, I've never once hugged her father. And when they were leaving, um, he's a very quiet man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's funny and he talks, but he, he's, he's not one that really shows much emotion. Yeah. But when we when he we when they left, his her father came over to me and he hugged me and he whispered in my ear and he said, "You're you are terrific." He said, "You he said, you were your tenacity was amazing," and I I almost started crying, which it was nice that they are so appreciative because right. I've helped people in the past that were friends and no they were ungrateful <laughs> let's well you they, thought you I thought, thought they, they were, were friends. friends big difference and it's it just it was nice. To have that, I, I like I told Jen yesterday, I don't need the constant praise. I don't need the constant thank you. I I, I, I am happy. You're happy. and But it was really nice to hear that from, like, her dad. Right. Like, that they saw how hard I worked because I promised them I would. Right. 
So it is nice though. It, it is. It's like okay, they they see me for exactly who I am. Right, and part of that's still the little child that needs constant validation. Yeah, which I'm working on. <laughs> I've called Tasha's therapist as well. I'm started the ball rolling. Hey, might as well. I got another <laughs> appointment in two weeks. <laughs> She's going to be like, what? Maybe between the podcast, my writing lately, and I've started writing. I'm writing a book. Good. Between that, the podcast, and therapy, I might be normal by New Year's. Yeah. Well, I didn't even realize that I've been seeing Diane for a year. Oh, wow. It was I've a actually year thought this you were, month. I actually thought it was longer. Yeah, well, I thought it was less. Did you, so. did you see a therapist before her or no? Yeah, I've always I've always <laughs> seen a therapist on and off throughout the years. Yeah. So, but it had been a while. Yeah. You know, since I had seen one and then it was just it was just time. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes it I get there, sometimes it just takes me a while. Well, I think it takes all of us we all have to process things in our own yeah. way. And what you went through was very traumatic for anybody. Yeah. Even you, as strong as you are. I'm telling you, it it was the icing on the cake of my life. I know. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. But I'm glad I go. And it has, like, I've just had so many great breakthroughs that it just really frees me up for the future. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. Oh, gosh, I do have another. I have a funny story. So I was going through and I was shredding some papers <laughs> and I come across this card. Uh, I can, can, I, can I stop you? Yeah. You told the story last week. Oh, shit. I did? <laughs> yeah, you did. Motherfuck. <laughs> well, shit balls. <laughs> Mother shit. I was going to let you tell it again, but I figure I should just stop you now and. Well, that was a buzzkill. <laughs> well, fuck. I'll tell another story then. So she my- had her second COVID vaccine a couple of days ago. She gets a pass. <sighs> Rough. I took her out. Yeah, completely. If I make it through this episode without passing out, it's a legit miracle right now. Uh, uh, seriously, that's why I got the Johnson and Johnson because I oh couldn't. I was. God. I could not. I had COVID and I wasn't going to go through it oh, again. Oh, good lord! So basically, I have these neighbors that own the condo below me, but they also have a place in another state. These motherfuckers. I have lived here since the beginning of 2018. They never even smile at me and. America, I smile and say hi to people. <laughs> even if I think I'm scared to, I do it. No, that's exactly when I do it even more. I look them in the eye and say hi. But they literally, it's like she always has resting bitch face. I just don't get it. And then I'm like, why the fuck am I obsessing about this lady who's not acknowledging me? Like I should literally not give a shit. But I think it's just, I don't know. It's just weird, but I'm just like, do you need a hug? Like, what is it? Right. Because I've lived here for so long, and I live here alone. Like, yeah. am I walking heavy, and I don't know it, and she wants to amputate my legs? <laughs> Jesus. But then we've had crazy balls next door. Cops were here again this morning. Oh, no. Yes. And her guardian, a.k.a. caregiver, was moving all this shit out. And he has like a limp and stuff. Yeah. And we're on the second floor. So watching that old baller gimpy up and down those stairs with his shit was a sight to be seen. 
I bet. So God only knows what's going to happen with that bitch now. I'm not answering my door. Uh, no, you need to get your ring doorbell set up. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. And somebody at the wedding, too, told me about the ring doorbell you can get for your peephole. You can? Yes. I had no idea. Neither did I. Yes, for your peephole. I was like, that's perfect. That is perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah, because your area over there, we're at Carrie's house today recording, and I've never been here. But she has this really cool porch area. But I was wondering how you would. Well, no. Well, I. But don't you have the regular one? Yeah, it's just not there. Why do you need one for the people? I don't know. I just thought it sounded cool. It, well, probably. I can't. Even, I'm not even tall enough to see out of the people. <laughs> I have to go to the window. <laughs> Midget probs. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I really can't. Okay. I don't know. Well, you let me know how I it I guess it out. doesn't matter. We'll let you know, people, to be determined. Yeah. I feel like I need to be funnier right now. You're funny. Funny looking. I do look semi-homeless right Actually, now. Actually, you don't look bad. Really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm not going to, like, post something on Instagram or anything. <laughs> That's a hard no. So I got something for you. What? I I talked to Harry this morning, mm. and um, Diane, my mother, is in, out of control. I think we left it off a couple episodes ago with her nonsense. Let me get the cardiac cart. Yeah, when she pulled, you know, um, when she pulled the, I'm dead, maybe someone come check on me bullshit. Mm-hmm. But um, last week... She, you know, through this whole thing, I haven't been speaking with her because of an incident. And really, I didn't even do anything. Um, I never do anything. And I know that sounds like a cop-out, but... And I don't know that I told the story of how, why we're not speaking. And it was what happened to cause this latest... I feel like we have fucking dementia. <laughs> we don't even know what we're telling on other episodes. I'm pretty sure, because I do, you know do the run through and make sure the sound's right. I'm pretty sure I didn't touch on this, but if we did, I'll cut it out. I and I apologize. <laughs> God, I need some caffeine. Um, so a couple months ago we had that hurricane come through mm-hmm. and she started texting me like a week in advance mm-hmm. and was like, we're getting a big storm this weekend. Yada, yada, yada. I'm so scared. I don't want to be in this apartment by myself. We're not even in a fucking flood zone. Mind you, mind you, when Irma hit or was coming through and we thought we were going to be annihilated, like it was the first time in 20 years I've actually been really scared during a storm. She, I asked her specifically, do you want to come to my house? Mm -hmm. And she said, no, I don't want to be there with those people. Meaning Steve's family. Being difficult. I wasn't even there. I went to Gwen's house. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you can come with Gwen. Her mom's there. Come with me and Gwen. No, I don't want to leave. I'll be fine. This apartment, this condo has steel walls. You know, it's been through. And and you're right. Yeah. She didn't lose power. She was fine. Mm -hmm. I lost power for a week. Harry and Megan hauled ass and went to her parents' house because he Mm -hmm. had a wood frame house Mm -hmm. at the time. 
and he boarded up and prayed for the best. So we had that hurricane in November, which was a tropical storm come through. Mm-hmm. Didn't even hear from her. Now, this particular storm, she wants to needle me. And I said, look, I checked with my friend's daughter, mm-hmm. who's a meteorologist, works for the National Weather Center. That's all? Yeah, that's all. She's never steered me wrong. Anytime I've ever asked her, she's always, you know, given, like, what what she's told me happens. Because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, she's working for the government. She has this high-tech equipment that's right. looking at these Dopplers and radars and whatnot. The only time she ever panicked was Irma. Yeah. And, well, not even panicked, was, like, take... A higher concern. Yeah, higher concern. Take cover. Do what mm-hmm. you need to do. Um, If you can get out, get out. And... So I tell, proceed to tell my mother, you know, so-and-so said, you know, I asked so-and-so, it's going to be fine. It's just going to be a rain event by the time it gets over mm-hmm. to us. Well, Steve Jervy, blah, 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 says, no, it's not. It's going to be a category, blah, 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 blah. And look, it's coming right at us. And she sends me the spaghetti, you know, the cone of death. And I'm like. Was it the European model? I don't freaking know. So I'm like, look, as far as it is right now, it's going to be a lot of rain and flooding. Mm-hmm. But if it, something changes, I will come get you and you can stay at my house. Right. Fast forward to a couple of days later, she starts sending me texts the morning of the, of the landing of the storm the day before. I think I worked a half day or something. And it was supposed to come through at night or it came through at night. And she sends me a text. I told you that it was coming right at us. You need to come get me. And I said, Mom. You mean when we only got wind and rain? Yeah. Okay. This last little thing. What, Freddy? Yeah. That one? Yes, it was Freddy. Yeah. Tropical and Storm Freddy. Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> so appropriate. Yes. Anyway, anywho. So my response to her was, Mom, this is nothing to panic over. Nobody's going to get die in this hurricane. It's going to be a lot of wind and rain. We are all at work. Meaning, we're all at work carrying on as normal. Mm-hmm. And plus, nobody can come get you. You know, you know, Ash was at work. I'm at work. Wyatt's at work. Yeah. And... Screw you. Actually, she used a little more strong words than that. You're so uncaring and cold, and you should be ashamed of yourself leaving your mother in the middle of a hurricane, yada, 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 and so forth. It's not like they evacuated us. I, I I am cutting you out of my life, she says. I'm blocking you. Goodbye. Okay. I'm reading this. Mind you, I'm at work. Now, she has a big thing, like, it's, she feels like she never, it's her own insecurity, because she didn't work most of her life. Yeah. She thinks when I say I'm at work, I'm throwing it in her face, but I'm not. I was just stating a fact. I'm at work. I'm busy. I don't have time for your shit right now. Yeah, we're all at work. We're carrying on. It's going to be some rain tonight. It's not a big deal. And um, so then she proceeds to start sending me nasty things, 
and blocking me so I can't respond back. Just so bizarre. Yeah, and I she basically told me that I was evil and I had no heart. Or she called me a heartless bastard. And you weren't born a bastard. I was. Well, you know. Just saying. Just saying. This is what she said. She's not exactly. She tried to fake dying last week so oh, you yeah. know she's not exactly in the right that brain. was two weeks ago well, whatever I'm just kidding i mean it was i it don't was. know why I, yeah. I was kidding it was two episodes ago so um at this point i'm like you know what i don't have to take this Mm-mm. so i blocked her i'm like you know what she's she's not the only one with the block button so i blocked her yeah and um she proceeds to you know obviously text my son and he responded appropriately. You know, he defended me. Mm-hmm. And actually, his response to her was, I feel sorry for my mom because she doesn't have a mother as wonderful as I do. Well, that completely threw her over the edge. Yeah, I'm sure. So then she remained quiet for, you know, everything went silenced. Mm-hmm. And except for the Facebook message, she decided to send me from some other account that she found, you know, basically, you know, mocking my, the fact that I got the vac- COVID vaccine because, you know, she says I'm stupid for getting it. And everybody. It's a personal choice for everybody. I, I don't care whether someone gets it or not. Me either. It's their I body. I don't. It's, you know, everybody has to, everybody has different health conditions. They have to make a choice for themselves. I, I don't want to get into the whole COVID thing. No, but, but I mean, she, I, I don't care. I literally do yeah, not care. She does not. And I would hang out with whoever. Me too. Whether they are or they not. Right. Because, again, it's a personal choice. I, yeah. I don't I don't care. It's It doesn't make me feel different me about either. a person, whether they do or they don't, because they obviously are adults and can make up their own mind. Right. Exactly. So... It's like, okay, it's been a month and a half, and you haven't apologized, but you're going to send me this Facebook message to my business account. Oh, wait, and flag your business account. And flag my business account, and, you know, um, basically irritate me, aggravate me. Right. So um, I didn't respond, and I blocked her. And then about a few weeks went by, and, you know, she pulled her stunt with, with, you know, here, we're here. And um, she sent Ashton a text message. And it said, you know, I don't know what it said, but it was basically a couple of things towards me. And Mm. my response to him was, don't respond. No. And I, at that point, was really upset. And I sent her a message. And I said, please stop texting my son. I do not want you to take your verbal abuse out on him. Mm-hmm. He's an innocent boy. And he loves you and he loves me. But you don't need to poison him again. And don't put him in the middle. Exactly. You big fucking douchey weirdo. Right. If you really Gross. think that he's going to side with you, you live in an alternate universe. Does anybody oh ever gosh. seen how much that kid loves me? I mean, come on. Yeah. She's so delusional, but... Yeah. So, so then... On top of that, I tell, you know, I tell Wyatt all of this. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, yeah, she sent me a Facebook message. Oh, my God. Because she doesn't have his phone number. And I go, what? I go, what did it say? He goes, I don't know, something about you and poisoning, you know, 
Ashton's mind against him. He's like, I only saw the first few words and I deleted it. He's like, I didn't want to get aggravated and I didn't want to upset you. Yeah. So apparently she's now on a rampage and I talked to Harry today and I'm evil and I'm this and I'm that and she did nothing wrong. And you know, he obviously is not going to speak up and say, yes, you did, because he doesn't want a shit storm at the fuck factory. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, it gets old. I don't, I really don't. It's too exhausting. It's exhausting. I don't know what's wrong with her. I like, I blocked her. and She's I, mentally And Ill. I feel peace that she's not in my life. And I would be willing to let her back in my life, but not with this behavior. No, it's just, and it's not worth it. she won't take any accountability for it. Mm-mm. You know, so that's the highlight. That's, that's the Diane update. My God, I'm exhausted from her, and she's not even my mom. No, it's exhausting. It really is. It's horrible. I feel like we need to talk about something fun. Okay. Now, what I think is hysterical, though, I'm trying to talk about something fun. (laughs) I just went in Carrie's refrigerator (laughs) to grab some water and a Celsius, and it is like the total bachelor refrigerator. (laughs) The shit is still in bags in the refrigerator, which is something I totally would have done when I was single. I just wasn't in the mood. (laughs) It just seemed like a step too far. I was like, hey, man, I made it to Publix. I got my HelloFresh. I'm good. (laughs) Well, at least you made it to Publix. It wasn't a shipped order. You actually went in the store. I did. I did. That's big. I had a long day yesterday, it felt like. Yeah, you did. It was a really productive day for you. I really did, considering I, like, didn't work the whole day Friday from yeah. the fatigue from the shot. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still tired. I know. You look I'm tired. I'm falling asleep right now. I know you are. Like. But, yeah, my refrigerator is definitely, like, a bachelor fridge. Like, fuck it. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> Hey, you know what we should talk about? Because you are a crime, a true crime junkie. Oof. I'm a crime whore. I know. I'm interested in your take on this. Gabby, so, Gabby P- Petito, that poor girl. I, of course, from the beginning, thought he killed her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my biggest thought or concern was the fact that because they were going to these national parks and stuff, that she would never be found. Because so many, like, thousands of people go missing every year from national parks. Well, yeah. People just don't, it's not, like, really publicized, I think. Yeah. As much as you would think it would be, you know, um, depending on what you look like. Let's just be honest about it. That's true. That is sadly, it's sad, but it's true. It's true, right? It is. So... And not only that, uh, my thought was where they are. You know, I don't, you don't watch Yellowstone, Mm-mm. but they were right near, I, I forget what they call it, the center of death or the triangle of death, mm-hmm. where there's a di- basically a drop zone and people drop bodies there all the time. And because it's, there's, it's in between counties and there's not enough jurors, right? The, no one could be prosecuted for it. I'm telling you, the stars aligned. I mean, my deepest sympathy to her family. I yeah. cannot even imagine. She was laid to rest today, too. I, I cannot even imagine. I can't either. I can't. But cannot. I, then I'm so thankful that that YouTube family yeah. was there. Because right. 
that's literally what broke that search place wide open. What was the, tell the story about what, um, what Kate sent you. That was so. Yeah. So I guess there's like this family. YouTube family and one of their, their son or something passed away when he was really young. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to go back to the article and I'm not awake to do that right now. <laughs> But I guess I could look at my messages. But basically, um, they go and record certain things, I guess, like of trips they would take as a family, I think, before. Right. I might be just shit in the bed on this, people. <laughs> so no need to DM us, okay? <laughs> this is what half my memory remembers. So, but they ended up getting a clip of the van, I think, in the background. Yes, and so they came across the footage and everything. And I mean, obviously, this is a horrific situation, but what a blessing. Because all I kept thinking was, fucking A, here we go again, Casey Lee Anthony. I mean, I know it's yeah. different, but it was that whole like no body thing. Right. And where, and even though they found, um, her daughter's body, it, there was not enough evidence, right? It just, it, yeah. even though she was lying garbage, if you're her fan, fuck off. Don't know what to tell you. Um, I, I don't, I still don't understand how or why they did not convict be, her. I mean, I guess. You can't um, though. Yeah. It wasn't beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah. There was no forensic evidence tied <laughs> directly to her right and as heartbreaking as that is i mean you know yeah fucking oj i know true yeah so um and it's still i i can't i just can't even talk obviously so and i was debating if he was gonna kill himself or not but strangely enough most people like look at even fucked up chris watts that family annihilator yeah but if you notice, like, even most serial killers or one-offers, to be honest, fuck, even BTK, Gary Ridgway, they didn't let Ted Bundy do that. But um, I feel like if he killed himself, he would have left a body to be found. He would have already done that. But yeah. anyway, so, like, most even per- prolific serial killers will take a plea deal to not get the death penalty. Right. So they don't mind taking lives. But they don't want theirs taken. No. They, they fear it, just like how Ted Bundy tried to do, you know, uh, what was it, Bones for Time or whatever. Like, hey, I'll tell you where some oh. more bodies are if you let me live a little longer. I love that you get so excited talking about this. I, know. <laughs> I just know so much information. <laughs> um, but so I was – I. You know, I was like, no, because if he was going to kill himself, he would have done it at the same I time. I feel like that, too. So, but then Jen, uh, Jenny sent me this article that Dog the Bounty Hunter is now, yeah. like, involved. Right, and he was in Northport. And... Which, in case nobody knows, and I'm not, like, all about disclosing our complete whereabouts, we are very close to Northport, Florida. Yes, very like, close. was in probably well, an hour. Well, I think I've said Braden Tucky anyway. Yeah, that's so, true. We're, yeah. like, literally an hour, 45 minutes. So... And his theory is that he's um, that garbage shit face. Um, I'm not saying his name on here. No. Motherfucker. Um, Is probably on the Appalachian Trail. And 
that I mean, I guess because that's something too he's done in the past. And that makes a lot of sense to me though, too, because there are several people that literally hike the Appalachian Trail from one end of the country to the other, like legit year round. Really? Yes, based on the seasons. And that goes north to south throughout the country. I'm I th- starts I in Georgia, so. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. I know. I I know that I know, and I know I should. I'm not even sure I do know, but so, and that's the other thing, and because a lot of, um, just kind of like drifters or killers, to be honest, will do the Appalachian Trail because they're constantly going through all these other jurisdictions. It's easy to hide, okay, because it's so vast. You know that. Appalachian Trail is so vast and if you know what you're doing and where you're going like he does because I, I I think in that article it said um he would go hike the Appalachian Trail for like two months at a time and I'm, I'm looking it up actually it runs from just north of Atlanta all the way into Canada that's I mean it's crazy yeah you know, and I mean, you got to think, too, most people that are on the Appalachian Trail, they're keeping to themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Mr. and Mrs. Friendly are hiking that motherfucker. Well, and I, I'm not sure what the phone ser- cell service is. Even Probably depends do. where you're at. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think it's bullshit. His family, because, um, you know, I've interviewed him. No, I have not. I'm being judgy. Well. But I feel like really, I feel you like- knew something was the fuck up, and you waited. But then all of a sudden, you're fucking calling so the FBI can come in. I mean, hey, look, I'm glad shit's going down at least. Yeah, but they gave them a head start. They really did. You fucking pieces of shit. And you know, honestly, in in my opinion, I mean, they gave him a two week head start. If my son and the girl he lived with, and they lived with me, came home from their big journey where they're YouTubing and all this. If he came home without her in her van, I think I'd be a little suspicious. Well, look, I, I said I mean, this if he to flew Katie. home, if he flew home, I'd be like, he said that they fought and she stayed and they broke up. Then maybe I would, you know, maybe buy that story. But, to, you know, totally. And I talked to Kate about it and I'm like, look, even if you murdered somebody, I'm going to fucking make you yeah, turn yourself in. Exactly. It doesn't mean I won't love you anymore. No, Fuck, but you Jeffrey can't... Dahmer's dad still loved him. Right. And even publicly, like, did an interview with Jeffrey Dahmer that said, I wish I had paid more attention to the warning signs that presented themselves for Jeffrey. Right. That I disregarded. Yeah. You know? So I think that's just super shitty and disgusting. Because she was gone for so long, and they lost all of that time. Yes, they did. Um, it was really interesting. Um, did you see what John Walsh said about all this? You know, I saw the article, and I went to oh, and I, no, and I went good. to click Let's back, and it. I then I couldn't find it. Yeah, Kate had sent it to me because we did discuss like why didn't they have a tail on him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, maybe there was, you know, some legal things or whatever. And because I try to play devil's advocate because obviously I'm not a police officer. Right. And I, I'm not an attorney. 
but let's. But it seems like all signs, by the way, they're hunting for him. All signs point to him. Yeah. Let's take a quick listen to that. what John Walsh said. Okay. And P.S. He is literally the best person oh, I've ever heard yes. speak in person. You've heard him speak in person? Yes. Where? Um, in Fort Lauderdale at like some uh, Zig Ziglar convention. Oh, wow. And hands down, best speaker I've ever heard. Let's see. Right? I mean, when she sent that to me, I was like, and this is why I love you, John Walsh. He is just, and it's true, though. Like, it's. They gave him a head start. He could be in Switzerland by now. Listen, I'm just hoping that wherever he is, somebody that, even if he makes it to another country, they just fucking beat him to death. Yeah. Because it's so disgusting. Death is too good for him. It really is. Because also there was a 911 call where um, that had been called in where 
the person, you know, gave her tag number and everything and said they saw him slapping her. Oof. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm just grateful for those things because at least the evidence will be there. Right. To support a conviction once they find him. I did um, read that the reason they have not released her cause of death is because it, they don't want to ruin the case. That, yeah. That's why it's not being disclosed. And I'm telling you, like, all the crime shit I watch and listen to, I have never in my 25 years... <laughs> seen an FBI agent be so shook. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck that scene was, but it must have been horrific. That's horrible. You I know. Can't even, I cannot even. Yeah. I mean, it had to have been horrific. You know, if, you know, having a son, if I knew my son was capable of that, I wouldn't want him to hurt anyone else. Unless they're just like, oh, it's domestic. Right. Oh, you know. she snapped and she did this and yeah. she did that. I was defending myself. Well, yeah. if you were defending yourself, you would have you would have called the police right away. And yeah. you would have you, They said that if he was defending himself, he would have disclosed what happened right away. Oh, yeah. And claimed the self-defense. You know, hey, I'm not against anybody getting an attorney. We've all, I, well, maybe not, but me. I have. Um, you know, you hear about cases where people do get wrongly convicted of things. Yeah, you know. And so I think people should have an attorney. I right. mean, you can Words ask Kate. Words be twisted. Dude, from the time she could understand the words coming out of my <laughs> mouth, anything happens, you end up at a police station, <laughs> especially when they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. You never know. I mean, she didn't, but still. I was like, nope, you tell them you want your mother and yeah. you want an attorney, period, and you don't say a fucking word. I've said that to Ashton, and it's funny because when he got into, he's been in a couple of car accidents, mm-hmm. and um, the first one, he panicked and gave the guy all of his information, mm-hmm. and it wasn't his fault. Yeah. And I, I said to him, listen, this wasn't your fault, and I should have prepped you better on this. But mm-hmm. in the future, you do not do anything until I get there. Yeah. And the kid, he, I was on my way, and I was like 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was at work, and he was in town. And the cop, the police officer, asked him for his driver's license. And he said, my mom said, I can't give it to you until she gets here. <laughs> and the police officer looked at him and said, I'm sure that she means that you can give it to me. And he said, okay. And when I got there, he's like, he, I, he, I'm like, Noah. It's different with the cop. You're like, fine. Ashton, you're fine. Randos. Yeah, you can, you can give him, the police officer, I just meant don't give it to the people in the other car. Right. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, yeah, exactly. I, it, it's good to lawyer up because words can be twisted. They, they can, can pin, be. They can look, they may, may want sometimes, you know, in shady areas, they want to close well, a case and pin it on someone. You but, know? They, but he lawyered up and was like, yeah, oh, it was well, really- it's so you, he doesn't self-incriminate. Well, well, you might as well wave a flag that says, stick it up my ass now, I'm guilty as shit. He was incriminated himself when he returned home without her, if he ever did truly return home. But I think a neighbor spotted him outside. They were I all going so. on camping trip yeah they were going to bury evidence probably more like it who because i literally think that they thought no one would ever find her body i'm serious well then he should have dumped it off a canyon 
But maybe he did. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm telling you, if that family wouldn't have had that, that YouTube family wouldn't have had that footage, they probably never would have found her. Right. So I'm just, my heart is broken for her family. Mine too. I am glad it's getting the national attention it is. Um, and I, I, do I do wish too. that would happen for more people. I do too because there are people that um, that have gone missing and things like that, and it doesn't get anywhere near. No, and, but she's white. Yeah, and, and she has blonde hair. Yeah, and she was a TikTok star. Which and look, my daughter's white with blonde hair, so I'm not like hating on white. No, my women. son's as white. As could be, you know. But I mean, I just do acknowledge that not everybody gets the same no, attention they when they could literally have the exact situation. Minus maybe they're not famous Instagrammers or something. Right? Like it's really weird. It's a, it's oh, it's it's sadly it's a double standard and it's hard to very much so. And I hate that because you know, Ashton has asked me why, why is why do they say I I'm white privileged male and. You know, I obviously had to have a conversation with him about mm-hmm. it, but he doesn't see color. And no. it's sad to me that I have to explain to him why, um, you know, the, the, the country we live in is that way. Well, I can remember when Marissa was in kindergarten. I was dropping her off one day in my pawn shop car. <laughs> and I there was this car in front of us. All these kids were getting out. And she's like, oh, Mom, they're just so different from us. And they were African-American. And I thought, fuck me. You've got to be kidding me. This kid's in kindergarten. So I'm like, they are. I'm like, well, what's so different? She's like, look, there's so many brothers and sisters. I was like, fuck, thank God. Because I thought, please, let's not even have to have any type of conversation like this at all. You're five. But so I was relieved. But When when Ashton was little, you know, um, one of the, men in black movies was Mm -hmm. out or he saw it at school or something and you know it you know after school or whatever and um harry my brother asked him said to him which one's your favorite character and ashton responded agent k or agent j whatever it Mm -hmm. was and so harry looked at him and goes which one is that and noah goes the short one and he goes, the short one? Yeah. And and Hashin said, yeah, the short short one. And he walked away and Harry looked at me and said, do you notice how he, he responded to that? And I said, what do you mean? I said, no, I didn't. I, I have never seen the movie. Mm. And he said, he said the short one, not the black one. Mm. It's, he said, it's amazing how kids don't see color. Right. They're just, pre, they're just taught, you know. I would have been like, hey, the black one. Hey, Will. <laughs> Slide into my DMs. I'm down. DTF. Gilf in the house. <laughs> that goes for any other listeners as well. <laughs> yes, we do not discriminate against color or race here. <laughs> color or race, it's the same thing, Jen. <laughs> Jenny. Jenna from the block. Yeah, what the fuck is that about? J- J-Lo and Ben Affleck together again? Holy crap. I'm just like, dude, come on. I feel like <laughs> she fucking needs therapy, man. But hey, if he'll keep her, she will keep him on the wagon. Yeah, I. you know what? I, I saw feel a bad for Jennifer so Gardner. Uh, yeah. I do, but I don't. Because right, Jennifer yeah. Gardner's like... She's her own jam, man. She is, and she I think she actually is probably okay. 
Oh, I think she is. Because I think she's moved past it. I think she has because she can't fix him. No. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, anyone that's been through that type of struggle with drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. But, like, I was looking at this picture of him and J-Lo, and it was kind of close up of him, it, but it looked like he had had some plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I, like, legit care. I just found that interesting. His skin looks a little tight. Right? It does. And it it's does. not Botox tight. No, it's not. He had- No, it's I spent so many years drinking. Yeah. And now I'm back with J-Lo. I got to gotta- tighten my shit up. Well, you get know, looking fresh. When he was with her, he was driving the Bentley and he was always wearing nice clothes. And Oh, yeah. And then as soon as he, you know, got with Jennifer Gardner, he um, went back to casual. Ben. Yeah. Because I, I think deep down he is a casual guy. I think so, too. And maybe now, you know, I mean, I hope all these years later it could work for them. I hope so, too. She's a serial dater. I mean, and who am I to say? I'm going off the motherfucking internet. I wonder if she's a sex and love addict. I'm going to say yes. She's a love addict. We're going to have to ask our guest about that, yep. her opinion. I don't know if she'd say because, you know. Well, I think it's we could just list, like, hypothetically. Yeah. This is the history. Yeah, because she knows she goes from one to one to one. Ugh. She, I don't think she's ever alone. No, never. And I, I know plenty of people like that. I I'm mean, telling you. I don't understand it. And no. I, I, I know obviously. Obviously, you I wait too motherfucking long. <laughs> okay. Uh, my plan's not working. But. I mean, if that's your thing, that's fine with me. I, I me just, too. But I just, but I just sit there and I think, God, like. Is it that you're not comfortable enough to be by yourself? Right. See, like I, you need that constant companionship or validation or something. I don't know. I think that's what it is. But I've always watched, I watched Diane for years chase after one man after another. So I think it turn, it was a turn off for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was the last one of my friends to get married and have children, a child. And I... I just, I don't, I don't get it. If anything, God forbid, happens to Wyatt, I have no desire to ever get married again. You'd be able to get that D. <laughs> I don't know that I want to do that. What? I don't know. Well, who knows when, you know? I think everybody, I mean, even myself, like, I think companionship is important. I do too. I really, really do. Yeah, I, I think do. it's awesome that old people hook up. Yeah, it is. I mean, mean, who knows what could happen? I mean, I can go first. Ugh, this has gone real (laughs) sad and depressing. On that note, maybe we should wrap this shit up. Yeah. With a bow. With a Tiffany bow. (laughs) Something. It needs something sparkly and fucking happy. (laughs) All right. Till next time, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. If you or someone you know is in crisis, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is available for those individuals in crisis or for those looking to help someone. To speak to a certified listener, please call 1-800-273-8255.